Hi, this is Trudy Posotsky and welcome to episode six of Trudy Talk. Okay, so far in episodes one to five, I've discussed my personal view on the foundations for personal growth and development, what I would call my top three foundations. So I've covered number one, which I believe to be self-reflection, number two, accountability. And today we're going to be discussing number three, which is what I call developing a learning spirit. Okay, so before I go on, if you haven't had a chance yet to grab your free worksheets for the previous podcast episodes, go go grab them, download them at tinyurl.com forward slash podcast TV. There's a limiting beliefs worksheet and what are your fears worksheet. And go back to some foundations if you haven't yet had a chance to, because it really can be valuable in identifying some of your own behaviours, patterns, programs, narratives that really can support you uh, as we continue on this topic of developing a learning spirit. Okay, so what I mean by that, what do I mean by developing a learning spirit? Well, in my view, what it's, it's about being open to experiencing new ideas, thoughts, um, open to feedback with a spirit of open-mindedness. And in my time, having worked with not-for-profit organisations, in government sector, in small business sector and every other sector you can think of, I have to say that um, this particular um, series, Foundation of Personal, Personal Growth and Development, I do believe to be lacking a little bit in a lot of leadership um, you know, I'm talking about here in Australia, but it could be universal. So, so one of the things that I think that we could consider as an aspect of developing a learning spirit is by practicing more humility. Okay, so you know, that's the ability to be gracious and to be humble. Um, and a lot of people think that that means that you know, you basically, you know, lower yourself to a, a low standard. But in actual fact, it's the opposite because I think that humility really comes with high self-esteem. When you can practice humility when you have a really healthy view of yourself. But for many of us, humility is one of the hardest traits to develop because it has to start from a recognition that you are not always right and that you don't have all the answers. So, you know, humility is learning to value yourself in a way that isn't dependent on you outperforming other people or you being the best or you being one of the best at the things that you can do. I'm all for self-confidence. I'm all for, you know, celebrating success and achievement and, and setting goals. So we're not talking about that. We're talking about the ability to listen to other people without believing that what you are saying is correct and what others are saying is incorrect. It's a lengthy topic. I'd love, you know, I'd love to follow this up with a longer conversation about humility on its own. Um, but it's just, for me, I think if you can practice self-awareness and, and really take into consideration your behaviours when people are um, communicating with you, you can start to practice humility by some of the other things that I'm going to cover in a moment. So I'll give you an example. When I conduct a workshop, I always ask people to just put aside what they already know and be willing just and open to learning something new. Because what I found, if you go about believing that you know everything, you really do miss out on opportunities for growth and development. 
So I'll just wrap up this little bit about humility because I'm going to move on to some topics that are just as important for developing a learning spirit that go hand in hand with humility. And I'd love you to remember that when you have healthy self-esteem and you're less competitive and you manage your controlling behaviours, you don't need to make someone else wrong so that you can be right. So I'll just leave you with that little little bit uh, of information there uh, to ponder. So another thing that we can do to practice a learning spirit is to learn to listen actively, active listening, because we often miss out on amazing information uh, because, you know, we often don't learn to master the ability to listen. And reality is you can't learn new ideas or engage fully in a conversation while your own mouth is moving. So when we learn to listen with intent and thoughtfully and silently and genuinely and more deeply, you really do have an opportunity to take on some information that you may miss when you're just purely planning in your head what you want to respond or how you want to respond Okay, so another aspect of developing a learning spirit is being open-minded. And that really can be really tough sometimes because most of us are brought up with a set of beliefs and values throughout our lives. And we often tend to surround ourselves with people who share the same values and beliefs, you know, that like attracts like sort of story. But so it can be difficult when you're faced with ideas that challenge your own. And you may, you know, though you may want to be open-minded, you might struggle with it from time to time. But, you know, for some people, open-minded is as easy as breathing and for others it's a challenge. So something that you have to think about constantly and make a continual effort to keep and to obtain. And, look, the reality is the majority of people struggle with this concept. But just making the effort to think openly and embrace new ideas, and if you approach it in this way, um, it really will provide you with amazing benefits for your personal and your business life so another aspect is just being open to new experiences you know allow yourself to experience new ideas and thoughts and challenge the beliefs that you have on anything that may trigger you or you may want to you know defend it or um, or disregard it or reject it Um, it can be so liberating to look at the world through an open mind I'm not going to go into it in this particular topic, but the fact is that a lot of our filters in our mind are set at a very early age and those beliefs go on to continue to manage what we take in and what we don't. So a lot of times we're rejecting information um, before we even had a chance to, in a conscious space, actually think, oh, okay, can I, that might, actually I might want to challenge that particular uh, bit of information that's coming in. Maybe that is quite useful to me, but I'm not doing it because I'm so programmed to not believing that that's possible. So that's a totally another topic. (laughs) But be open to experiencing new ideas and thoughts and discussions, even though you may not at this moment in time agree with any of them, all of them, or just even maybe be willing to listen to some of them with a much more open mind that you have in the past. A really big one for developing a learning spirit is be willing to make mistakes. The reality is my kids have been a breath of fresh air. I'm so blessed with kids that have been always quite willing to point out my shortcomings um, since they were little. But the reality is I've also encouraged it. I've always, I've always encouraged them to share with me openly 
whether they believe I'm being fair or whether I've done something wrong. Um, and along with that, I have been, A, really willing to accept my shortcomings and strive to improve them, and B, I've been willing to apologise for any mistakes that I make. And it's a really big one a lot of times that when we don't have a healthy self or we don't believe um, that it's okay for us to be made wrong, we won't we won't apologise for things and we won't be willing to even accept or to come forth and admit that we've made mistakes. Uh, so along with that is being willing to apologise. I really believe that that's really important. Be willing to experience change. You know, that's another big one is that sometimes what you've always done may have worked, but now you may be able to find better ways to achieve the outcomes that you had achieved in more negative ways in the past. So, so be willing to apologise to people, be willing to experience change and be willing to make mistakes. Um, and I guess encouraging self-honesty, like your own personal self-reflection, which I've covered in episodes one to two, um, but not only your own self-honesty, but also external feedback because the amount of times that people I've said to people, do you want to hear some you know, constructive feedback, and they go, yeah, sure. So it's, for instance, a business idea or something. And so I have to be very tactful about how I provide it because a lot of people's guards come up when they are given constructive feedback. So, I mean, how many times have someone asked you to give them straight, you know, unvarnished truth, and it's been pretty evident really quickly they didn't want to hear it? I mean, so if you can master this skill of the ability to speak and to hear and to share fully, and with an open mind, oh, you you really are on the, you know, the, the have the ability to basically move mountains, not only for yourself, but also in communication with other people. But I was talking to a workshop participant recently and she told me that she didn't ask for feedback from her staff because she didn't like hearing anything negative. So, you know, so basically we were talking about how can we improve the communication, the camaraderie, um, motivate people, encourage them, lead them. And, you know, so being unwilling to actually ask staff for feedback on her leadership style was really stifling her business. But it's not it's not an isolated case. I hear them all the time. I had another business coaching client and he told me that he didn't ask his customers if they enjoyed the service in his establishment because he was highly sensitive and that he knew that whatever criticism he was given, no matter how well it was said or how constructive, it would flare him up. And he's actually had situations where he's ended up being rude to his customers. So, you know, obviously first steps in these situations is, one, to congratulate these people for knowing that these things um can be improved on and worked on, but that's a whole other topic. But the ability to receive constructive feedback without taking it on personally and deciding whether the information is, you know, valuable um, and how it can improve you and your behaviours, your life, your personal life, your business life, whatever it might be. So, so basically that leads me on to another, uh, the final tip on uh, this particular topic and I think that, you know, we need to consider checking in on yourself and your behaviours and your personality and your triggers because the greater self-awareness you have about yourself, the the more you're able to modify it, amend it, challenge it, 
to basically get you the best outcomes that you want for your life. And I'll tell you a little story. I, I ran some customer service training many years ago and in this particular room of people there were a lot of elite athletes I'm not sure why but then with this particular course there happened to be more than I've ever been before and when we ran through parts of the communication um, training and we're talking about customer service particularly when we're talking about dealing with challenging situations or experiences you know, some people call it you know dealing with difficult behaviors but it was you know basically customers that were challenging and I found a certain competitiveness in the elite athletes that I hadn't found in some of the other people that are on the class and so I, I was trying to explain to them I can understand the purpose of having that particular you know you know trait in their careers but in their in their business, in the working environment, they needed to consider changing the way they viewed um, their customer because the customer was not there to compete with. They were there to actually service the customer. So it was a whole 360-degree <laughs> review of the way that they were behaving to their customers. Rather, they were trying to win. Great, fantastic in their sporting field. But I've told this story before, but in this particular episode, I wanted to sort of reiterate this about check in on yourself, practice self-awareness, look at your behaviours, uh, look at the words that you use, consider the actions that you take and take the time to develop some better strategies, better mindset practices that will support you uh, and improve your life and the communications that you have with people. So developing a learning uh, mindset is just yeah, I really, really, really would encourage you to take on um, greater self-awareness in some of these areas that I've covered today on this very brief episode, I realise. So, so this episode has been a brief overview of the final topic in this series. And I want you to keep an ear out and an eye out for a communication masterclass that I've got coming up in the next couple of months, because that entire workshop is primed for self-reflection and self-awareness and basically having a greater understanding of your personal communication style and how to improve it to achieve better outcomes with everyone that you come into contact with. So I'd love you to come back soon for my next episode and join me as we switch it up a bit and we move on to some business development topics. I really look forward to connecting with you again soon. Much love and all the best for now.